This is Susan Marie, and welcome to The Human Condition, a conversation with you about everyday experiences made simple. You can find these on iTunes, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, and Audible. Most things I speak of are linked for further study in the data section of the show. Stress is a feeling of emotional or physical tension. It can come from any event or thought that makes you feel frustrated, angry, or nervous. Stress is your body's reaction to a challenge or demand. And trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Stress response to trauma, or the fight or flight response, is the emergency reaction system of the body, and it, it's there to keep us safe in emergencies. The stress response includes physical and thought responses to your perception of various situations. Today, I wish to speak with you about the stress response, trauma, the nervous system, self-care, building resilience, calming strategies, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, and how to realistically manage self-care habits. Now there's a phenomenal course, Resilience and Self-Care Basics, on the Center for Adolescent Studies website, linked in the data section by Dr. Sam Himmelstein that I suggest because it directly aligns with our conversation today. There are two essential parts to the nervous system related to stress and relaxation, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is where the stress response is activated when your heart rate and blood pressure raises. And the parasympathetic nervous system is where relaxation occurs, also referred to as rest and digest, which explains why it's nearly impossible for some of us to eat correctly when we are stressed out. Now, the polyvagal theory concerns the vagus nerve, which can be found behind the ear, and it travels all the way down to the abdomen. And this is one of 12 cranial nerves that controls both sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. The vagus nerve is responsible for keeping us safe. Now, to bring this down a notch, imagine when you get chiropractic care, a massage, when you exercise, do yoga, meditation, dance, when you make love, physical touch, anything that involves the vagus nerve with these practices or any practices that involve accessing the vagus nerve from the ear to the abdomen, you are controlling the vagus nerve, balancing both nervous systems to keep them aligned so one does not control the other. And when we talk of resilience, the ability to overcome stress and difficulty, the only way this occurs is by having healthy coping mechanisms in place. And resilience can be learned and taught. For example, in my 20s, I suffered from substance use and anxiety disorders. Even though I had learned resilience because I overcame these things, I did not have healthy coping mechanisms in place to avoid these things, which brings us back to recognizing stress and trauma when it appears so we can tackle stress and trauma, which is awareness. Two excellent books to read that are examples of learned trauma is Dave Pelzer's A Child Called It and Tupac Shakur's volume of poetry, A Rose Grew From Concrete. In both volumes, drastically different lifestyles, neither people had healthy coping mechanisms in place. However, they both were resilient and overcame whatever difficulty was tossed their way. I linked both books in the data section. So what builds resilience? Well, when stress is present, ideally, it's moderate and controllable, like a work deadline or schoolwork. When stress is too low, there's no development of resilience. And when stress is too high, that develops into trauma. So this is where self-care comes in because self-care builds resilience. 
there are five areas for preserving mental, emotional, physical, social, and spiritual health. And these things must become routine. There's regular relaxation habits like massage, abdominal breathing exercises, exercise and walking. And there are effortful training like yoga, meditation, mindfulness, refocusing of thought. There's also creative expression, music, arts, writing, reading, this podcast. There is social connection, whether via technology or face-to-face, where your relations to community, friends, peers, and family is healthy. And this social aspect also depends upon if you are an extrovert, introvert, or ambivert. Now, after thinking about self-care, one must establish a healthy self-care strategy. And there are two kinds, lean in and lean out. Lean in means facing stress head on with acceptance and awareness. And lean out means escaping and avoiding emotions, feelings, and stress. Lean in is getting help, going to counseling, prayer, talking to someone else. And lean out is like vegging out to a movie, reading, exercise, or escaping into unhealthy habits and addictive behaviors. Now, there's nothing discriminatory about both ways of self-care strategies. One just accepts and addresses things, the other does not. There must be some semblance of balance between both escaping and accepting. Now, to care for self, we need calming strategies which produce a regular relaxation response. And the more you do these things, the less tightly wound you will be. Calming strategies activate the parasympathetic nervous system and the easiest activity is manipulation of breath. To test this out, take a full deep breath right now. Did your chest fill up or your abdomen? Did you feel your ribs expand? Did you feel the upper back of your lungs expand? If your chest only expanded, manipulation of breath is needed. When we breathe for relaxation, the abdomen should rise, not the chest, and the ribs should expand outwards from the side, and the upper part of your back where your lungs are should also expand. And practicing these things can be done daily. And an easy way to not breathe from your chest is to place a hand on your chest and another hand on your abdomen to see where your breathing is coming from. You can stand, sit, lay down, however you feel comfortable. And I included videos for various kinds of breathing in the data section. The most integral aspect of calming strategy and breath is to direct the breath where you want it to go. And learning how to breathe correctly and for relaxation for me has literally stopped severe panic attacks from escalating by activating the parasympathetic nervous system responsible for relaxation. One important factor with breathing exercises is to just observe thoughts. Try to let them pass. Focus on breath, muscle, ribs, embodiment. Now, mindfulness is another calming strategy, more so for emotional regulation. Mindfulness is not deep breathing, but goes hand in hand with deep breathing. If you cannot control what is coming up due to stress, like intrusive thoughts, fear, panic, mindfulness will help get rid of those thoughts. Mindfulness is being fully present in the moment right now, not the past or the future, and accepting the moment for what it is. Accept that you're sad or angry, scared, without judging yourself or your emotions. Pay attention to your body. Is your chest tight, your heart pounding? Do you have a headache? Don't judge it, just accept it, feel it. I have a mindfulness exercise 
and it's really easy. Now you can use a bell, sound, a tone, guided meditation, another person or nothing, but simply pay attention to your breathing and be aware of your body. And after a few abdominal breaths, your mind may wander or your thoughts, images and sounds may begin to come in and just gently redirect back to your breath when this occurs so you're not focusing on the thoughts or images. Focus on the breath, on the belly, the lungs, the abdomen, and to refocus the mind from the thoughts, to stop it from wandering. Always bring it back to the breath. And if you may feel calm or troubled, that's okay. The purpose is to be present in the here and now without judging anything. Now, when we talk about authentic awareness, I like to bring up TAP, T-A-P, which is also about emotional intelligence. TAP stands for take a breath, acknowledge the feeling, proceed with the action, T-A-P. This is the same as pause, then act. So if you know why you are sad, scared, or angry, and knowing the layers to your emotions, the why, the subconscious reason for how you're thinking and feeling, you will be able to not project that onto others. For example, if someone cut you off in traffic, then you start yelling at the other person in the car with you, the underlying emotion is fear. And that fear is from a near accident, which is scary. So instead of yelling and projecting at others, you can then realize, wow, I was scared and share that with the other person. And that's accepting, acknowledging, and being in that moment. That's mindfulness, all about being authentic and aware and tuning into and processing your emotions before you subconsciously react. Lastly, in managing self-care, which is not always easy, but yes, it is necessary, you may say, I'm too busy, I don't feel like it, I have to go do this other thing, I'm too tired. Whatever the excuse is, you must take time for self-care. First, write down your goals. Write down a routine. I do this with everything. If I don't write it down, it does not get done. It, I don't do it, it doesn't exist. So this is how we form healthy habits realistically. So each time I accomplish something, I cross it off. And aligning with self-care or something you already do is even better. For example, say you take a walk every day to the park. Well, next time you take a walk, take that walk, but add breathing exercises to the walk. Like when you're sitting on a bench or in the grass, so there's something called the two minute rule. And what that is, is if you feel uncomfortable doing anything at all, only do it for two minutes, then stop. There's no need to keep going. Take things and stops and do one healthy self-care thing for two minutes, stop. Then later, you can increase the minutes. The important thing is there's no pressure. That's most important. With all of these practices, most importantly, have compassion for self. We're only human. Life tosses us constant challenges and being human is not always easy. So be good to yourself, but also take action into caring for yourself. Please join me next time for more interesting conversations and please share, subscribe, and stay tuned for next time. And as always, peace.